danger ever. Danger Hour is back, and oh boy, is it exciting. Exciting for you. James, why, why are you speaking to your audience in such a narcissistic fashion? They like when I do that. Believe me, my audience is like a hot chick. You gotta treat them a little bit bad, and they keep coming back for more. For example, I even took a week off. Because recently, I've been pretty consistent with my uh, episode releases. Uh, almost every week. And they're expecting a certain, a certain something from me at this point. That's when you pull the old switcheroo. It's like, huh, no episode this week. And then they get a little bit like, oh, fuck, I want more. You see? You keep them coming back for more. Just the tip and you rip it out. And as much as they beg for it, you don't give in. You don't give in. James, you sound like a crazy person. Yeah, all right. I'm also sitting in a room talking to myself. What do you mean talking to yourself, James? I'm, I'm, I'm here too. Okay. Sure you are. Uh, all right. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Yeah, last week I was going to do another episode, but guess what happened? The weather happened. That's right. California decided to get rainy on all the days that my boy had baseball practice, which is the days that I can do the show because everyone leaves the house and I can scream and yell like a lunatic. I can't do the show when there's people in the house. Not, uh-uh. I'm too self-conscious. And I don't want to give you a subpar product. I want it to be top notch. And that is why I demand that my entire family leaves the premises. <laughs> yeah, so last week's, uh, all his practices got rained out and um, they never left. So I was stuck in the house with them. Really wanted to be in here by myself, also with you. Aww. Is that considered cheating? I'm going to go with yes. So right at this very moment, you can consider yourself engaged in an affair. That's right. If you're married or have a girlfriend or boyfriend, you are currently cheating on them with me. That's right. I'm penetrating your ear holes. Oh, man. <laughs> James, that's, that's kind of hot. I know. All right. So let me catch you up. Uh, danger updates. I know you're all dying to know the saga in which my life is. Okay. Number one, my finger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. That one, James? That's my favorite. Not that one. No, the other one. This one, uh, the one I broke. Now, I know some of yous are pretty good listeners, and you retain information, but I know some other of yous are, uh, you know, got a whole lot of ADD going on because of all the flashing lights and shit and technology, your handheld devices. There's too much shit going on, moving too quickly, and you can't focus. So let me catch you up briefly. I took the boy to play some baseball. I hopped a fence because we were illegally accessing the fields. <laughs> Because they're locked for COVIDs. So when I jumped over the fence, my stupid fucking ring, my, my wedding ring, a circle that is infinite. And it represents eternal love forever. Yeah, I don't wear that shit no more. Because when I jumped the fence, it got caught on one of those loop-de-loops on the top. And all my weight came pulling down and uh, broke it immediately. So since then, it's been what shit? About five weeks, maybe? 
I don't know. I'm bad with timelines. But it still has like a fattiness at it. Uh, I've been squeezing and massaging it. <laughs> and uh, from my friend who's not a doctor, he goes, hey, man, have you, been, have you been rubbing it? I'm like, no. Should I be doing that? I think so. All right. All right, doctor friend. I'll take your advice. So I've been doing that. I don't know if it's been helping, but it's still uh, pretty pretty uh, stiff, I guess. And I still have some numbness there. But I can totally bend it. It's not stopping me from doing anything. But there is some pain and there's some numbness. So uh, I'm pretty sure I should have went to the hospital uh, at the time that it happened. But at this point, I think it's a little too late. I would say more than a little. I'd say extremely too late. The reverse has been uh, irreparable damage. And uh, according to my medical expertise, you're fucked. Yep. All right. Next update. So uh, as you all know, or maybe you don't, my vehicle was assaulted. It was taken. No, actually, my, my emotions and my feelings were assaulted. My truck had its tailgate stolen. That's right, right from under my nose in my driveway, backed up against the garage door. And yet this crafty thief took it upon himself to walk up my driveway and uh, relieve me of my tailgate. So the update from that is uh, I filed a claim on March the 10th. Today happens to be March 24th. I still have no tailgate. <laughs> I got a call from this fucking guy. Do you know these people? I had to go there three times. Oh, hey, uh, would you mind uh, coming back in? I got to take more photos of your truck because the uh, VIN number that I had got cut off. I'm like, I can just tell you the VIN number. Uh, well, I got to get a photo of it for the record. So, uh, you know, when I took the picture, the timestamp on the camera covered part of the VIN number. And I'm thinking, are you... Are you a rookie at this job? He's an old guy. Seemed like he knew what he was doing. He's got one of those old fucking cameras that you hold up. And uh, it puts that timestamp in the corner. It's like, come on, dude. Get with the program. So I'm making an extra trip just for that shit, which uh, I'm pretty sure set off the, or set back the whole rolling out of the, uh, what do you call it? Process. <laughs> So anyway, this fucking guy calls me yesterday. I never spoke to him. He left me a voicemail. I was working. Oh, hey, uh, hey, James. Uh, this is so-and-so with uh, getting your truck worked on. So, yeah. Uh, oh, you know, it's been painted. It's been assembled. But uh, I didn't realize that you have a reverse camera on that tailgate. So I had to order it. Ah! Are you a professional? Shouldn't you have known this when you were ordering the parts and submitting the fucking claim, the uh, estimate? You know what I mean? It's Can I really be surprised? You know what I've learned? Let me share with you a revelation I've had in my time here. Human beings are disease. No. Let me share with you what I've learned in my, uh, in my many jobs that I've had. Now, some of yous might judge me by like, huh. You sure have had a lot of uh, jobs, you fucking loser, right? You can't keep a job. You go from one to the next. Oh, contraire. If you have been in the same job for about 20 years, uh, you know, good for you for sticking it out. But you have lacking the experience that I have. James, why did you clear your voice so condescendingly? Well, you know, that wasn't intended. Or was it? James, why did you say was it? No reason. Moving right along. Now, so uh, <laughs> here's what I've learned 
Come on, focus, buddy. Stay on the road. Uh, it doesn't matter what job you have. Most people doing this job don't know what they're doing and they're faking it. That whole fake it till you make it. Some people never make it. <laughs> they just keep faking it. Here's something else. I worked at a hospital for years. And what I learned is doctors are just normal fucking guys. You know, before that, I thought, wow, doctors are this, you know, this noble profession. You hold them up to a higher standard. They're kind of like better than their normal people because they have such a esteemed position within the community, right? But no, they're just normal dudes. <laughs> for example, I, was, uh, I would get the patience for these, uh, for these people to do tests and stuff. And uh, once this... What's a super hot chick? You know, they had to look at her and stuff and check her out. And like, oh man, that chick was hot. I was like, what? I didn't say anything to them. I'm just thinking in my head. I'm a young kid. I'm like 18, 19. It's like, what is going on here? You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be professional, man. I don't know. That whole thing just kind of weirded me out. Anyway, every other job I've had, it's just like, it's a bunch of fucking idiots. So think about the job you have. The job I have, people could die with what I do. Let's just say I'm a police officer, <laughs> roaming the streets, saving lives. I'm not a police officer, but I think that what I do is pretty similar. <laughs> Those of you know, who know what I do, I know are laughing right now, but I'm still going to roll with it. But anyway, yeah, if I do something dumb, people, someone can die. Uh, anyway, so I, I look at my coworkers and I'm like, wow, I would not fucking trust you at all. Because I know you and I know the kind of person you are. And look, I'm a moron. But I'm not as much of a moron as some of the people that I work with. This goes across every field. Now think about it, like whatever, whatever job you do, right? Think about your office or your, your crew or whatever the fuck you do. There's that one fucking moron that you would even allow to work on your own stuff or help your own family, right? You would never, like, oh, no way. And I wouldn't allow that dude. Or let's not get sexist. That idiot woman, right? Because <laughs> women could be idiots too. Now think about that. Now think about this. That same guy is working in a, in a hospital as a doctor somewhere. There's that fucking idiot. Oh God, he's the moron of the group. <laughs> think about that. That same guy also was working on your car. You know, didn't put a screw on or didn't tighten this fucking bolt or... uh you know, the seal was not replaced. Like, there's those fucking morons everywhere. Anyway, dude, that was a tangent. What the hell was I even talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, my truck guy. So, this fucking dude. So, it, I'm still waiting. It's been weeks. All it was was a tailgate. You don't have to do a full body job in my fucking truck and, and paint the actual vehicle. It's just a part. And then you put it on. Fuck. So, that's the update. Morons everywhere, as far as the eye could see. All right, last update. Last I told you, my dog, oh, my sweet little angel, my sweet little black Dahlia. Mm-hmm. She's a miniature schnauzer. I will pause so that you can laugh at me. <laughs> Some people think that they're like old people dogs. I've heard that before. But they're fucking cool, man. And uh, if you... Here's a problem with miniature schnauzers. If you don't... If you don't... Uh, you know, trim them up, groom their hair, <clears throat> then they'll get all like shaggy and, you know, they'll look like, they'll look like the normal other kind of tiny dog like that. 
but they have a specific hairstyle. And if you do it right, they look fucking badass, like little soldiers. So she's like a little soldier looking and uh, they have they have like beards and uh, she looks pretty cool. Although listener Brian, a.k.a. the bearded cunt, shout out the bearded cunt. He has given me some shit recently because he says that Black Dahlia, in fact, is not black. And he's accusing me of being a dirty, filthy liar. Uh, well, you know, she kind of she has changed colors, I'll be honest with you, a little bit. But once you also cut their hair real short, they look a little different. They look more, a little more grayish. But uh, anyway, yeah, she's like a, like a gray, brown, black now. She's, I don't know. I mean, does that make me a liar? No, we named her when she was a puppy. So you know what, bearded cunt, go fuck yourself. And I mean that with all love and disrespect, as intended. Uh, so she had some puppies on none other than St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Black Dahlia had some puppies, and I, in celebration, had some Guinness and some Irish whiskey. I did not, and that was a horrible Irish accent. I did not have my, uh, you know, my St. Patrick's Day was spent watching the birth of her children. Which is not the same as me watching the birth of my children. Yeah, uh, I got to watch. Well, I, I couldn't really see my son being born because it was a C-section. They're like, stay behind that curtain. Don't be peeking. Although, my buddy, shout out to Gas Boy, my buddy Josh. Congratulations, friend. Just became a father. Oh, man, look at that. Look at that. Little boy. And he got to watch the whole C-section, man. Fucking jealous. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see them open her up and move parts around and shit. <laughs> I was robbed of that experience. But he said he got to watch the whole thing. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, so anyway, I couldn't watch the boy. But I did watch the girl come out in all her glory. Yeah, and it's kind of weird. Beautiful and all that shit. But uh, <laughs> the, the, things that's, the thing that's different about the birth of my daughter and the birth of my little black daughter's... <laughs> my little black daughter's puppies is... Uh, you know, first, I don't know if humans, humans wouldn't know what the fuck to do, I don't think. You know, like if you had no idea, uh, like the first, like the first people, I mean, I guess they figured it out, but how, how do you know what to do? Do your instincts kick in if you're a human? Do you know exactly what to do? Because these dogs, like she knew exactly what to do automatically, never hesitated, like everything was going, like she's done it a fucking dozen times. It's really crazy to watch. And I know I might sound like a moron. Like, yes, dickhead, it's the natural instincts kicking in. Yeah, but it's something to, to know that, you know, oh, that's just something you learn from a textbook or from a fucking National Geographic. But to see it happen, like knowing that my dog is so antisocial and, and doesn't like being around other animals and, uh, and fucking gets nervous around other dogs for a while and then finally has to, like, uh, you know, be around him for a bit. Just to see this this puppy come out and her just get right to it, start taking the fucking sack off and licking them, cleaning them up, and then eating the placenta. I'm like, holy fuck. And cleaning them up and, and the whole thing. Like, she knew exactly what to do. And she is, no bullshit, like, the, the greatest mother you've ever fucking seen. It's insane to me, this dog. Like, seeing that it's the same dog. She'll come out and, uh, you know, need to go outside to go take a piss or a shit. We'll let her out. She'll get her business done. We let her back in and boom, right back to her puppies. Feeding them, laying with them the whole time. She'll come out, 
like fuck off with us for like two minutes go right back in like just <laughs> insane insane and so yeah uh they had she had three of them and that's it just three and so we wanted we were waiting for a boy and that's all we wanted <laughs> guess what happens first one comes out and uh it's a big fucker you know it's like the biggest one and so schnauzers come in a few different colors but this one was like a they call it like a salt and pepper so it comes out and uh the legs legs open like oh it's a girl and the next one comes out and it's all black it's a girl it's like fuck all right how many more are in there the last the next one comes out the last one that we we didn't know was the last one at the time but it's the smallest one as the runt and it's another like it's a darker salt and pepper type and oh fuck it's a girl like oh man i hope there's another one in there come on boy <laughs> never happens like god damn it three girls what are the what are the odds of that shit does this happen to other people sucks fucking girls uh anyway so we didn't get our boys so now we don't know what to do but anyway uh yeah so she's she's caring for them and she's she's doing fantastically and i'm very i'm so proud of her she's killing it she's a great little mom so uh so that's your update there, boys and girls. And speaking of dogs, oh my God, James, how do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a gift. <laughs> the White House dogs. You hear about this? This is kind of like an old story at this point, I guess. The White House dogs. That's right. Uncle Joe Biden. His two dogs, Major and Champ. Major, that's a good name for a dog, especially the president's dog. Come here, Major. You want a you wanna biscuit there, Major? Champ. Um, they're two German shepherds. They were removed from the property because Major took it upon himself to bite a security guard. Can you believe that? Can't trust them Germans. I'll tell you what. Why? I, why, if you're the president of the United States, would you choose to have a German dog, let alone two German dogs? I mean, yes. German Shepherds are badass. They're very fucking tough looking, you know, intimidating, loyal, great family dogs, all that shit, very smart. But don't you want an American dog in the White House? Right? Why not have a fucking couple of uh, labs? Everybody loves labs. Grade A fucking American dogs right there. They're wonderful. Why not have uh, like a black one? Uh, why not have uh, all three of them? The chocolate, the uh, the yellow, and the black one. Come on now. <laughs> Germans. Ah, yes. We are the White House dogs. We will bite every security guard that comes near us. Especially the non-whites. That's probably what happened. I don't understand it. So, uh, come on, man. American dogs. You're the president of the goddamn... Net. You know what? I'm curious. I'm going to do some time, time traveling real quick. Hold on. I'll be back in a second. All right, I'm back. That was a second for you in like a, two minutes from me. All right, I, I looked it up. I was curious. Um, Trump never had a dog. <laughs> he's, his, uh, he's quoted to say, feels a little phony to me. A lot of people say, oh, you should get a dog. It's good politically. That's not the relationship I have with my people. <laughs> nope, no dog for him. Uh, and then let's see here. He joins only President James K. Polk. Polk? Polk? 
Why couldn't they say that? Polk. Polk high. Four touchdowns in a single game. Uh, and Andrew Johnson as officially not having any pets during the term in the White House. So, yeah, they're, they're the only two. Oh, although Johnson is not, <laughs> he had two white mice. Oh, a family of white mice. All right. Uh, Obama had two Portuguese water dogs named Bo and Sonny. Uh, again, Portuguese. Come on, dude. Where's the American animals here? George W. Bush. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> shame, on, shame on me. He had two Scottish Terriers, Barney and Miss Beasley. Mrs. Beasley. Nope, no good. Scottish. I don't like it. And Bill Clinton had a chocolate lab. There you go. Fucking A. They leave it to Clinton. Getting pussy and has labs. I like them. Buddy and a cat named Thox. All right. It's okay, I guess. Uh, there we go. Leave it to Clinton. Good old American boy. Uh, Rebecca the raccoon. What the fuck is this? Calvin Coolidge had a, a raccoon. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. All right. Shall we done with this? <laughs> no, wait. There's more. Oh, shit. Someone had lions. Hold on. I got to read this. Martin Van Buren. Ma- Come on, dickhead. Speak. Martin Van Buren was given a gift of two tiger cubs. Oh, that's like lions to me. Uh, from the Sultan of Oman shortly after he became president. What the fuck? He wanted to keep them at the White House, but he was foiled by Congress and the Cubs were sent to a zoo. <laughs> Can I keep the Cubs roaming the White House grounds? Uh, Woodrow Wilson had a flock of sheep that kept the grass short. That's right. He didn't want to hire Mexicans to keep the grass short, so he had some sheep. Uh, the wool of the sheep was also collected and auctioned off to help the war effort. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, Josiah the Badger, Theodore Roosevelt. He's a big outdoorsman. Fucking badger. That's crazy. Josiah the badger. All right, I feel good about that. That was pretty wholesome. <laughs> Speaking of wholesome. Oh, my God, James. You're on a roll. Oh, baby, don't stop me now. Um, I, I recently, my boy, had a, my, my boy had a baseball tournament in Arizona. I mentioned that to you last time I spoke to you all. And, uh, yeah, my, I told my dad about it. And he's like... Uh, you know what? Speaking of my dad, I told him about the the trip and all that, and I told him about my truck. And he's the he. You know what? My dad was the one that was like the most concerned. His reaction, uh, he was like, "Oh, what?" Like he, the way he reacted was like it happened to him. Oh no! Oh man! Oh shit! Oh it's bullshit! Oh it's fucking! And he's <laughs> so anyway. Uh, later on, I'm telling him about this Arizona trip. And I said, yeah, I was actually thinking that if it was in the same area, I would bring you along. We could do some fishing. Oh, that would be good. What's it going to be? I'm like, nah, next to Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, that's not too hot over there. Well, look at the bright side of your tra- of your tailgate being gone. At least you'll save money on gas. <laughs> yeah, there's no wind resistance. It just flows right through. I probably saved the whole, like, $2. Woo! So, because... The uh, the dog had the puppies. The wife could not come on this trip, so it was just it's just me, me and the boy. So now I will tell you a tale, a tale of two good-looking young men on the road to Arizona, driving to the desert with a purpose, a purpose to play baseball. All right, so 
Here, here was our trip, right? Now, you might think, oh, that sounds like a nice time. You get to go out there, relax, really take some time off work, enjoy yourself. True. Although, <laughs> it was a little demanding schedule-wise. So, we left on, his first game was a, was a Friday at 5 p.m. So, I'm like, all right, I don't got to take Thursday off of work. I can just take that Friday off and head out early, which is what we did. Some families, they wound up going up Thursday. And now when I was up there, I found out that some people even went went up like a day earlier than that. So Friday, we take off about, uh, I think, 8.30 in the morning. Takes about five hours or five and a half hours, it said. So we hit the road. And then nine o'clock, he's got to go to school. So (laughs) he brought his laptop that the school issued him. And he's got this like hotspot thing. And uh, he goes, there he goes. He's, he's on, he's at school while we're driving, <laughs> which is a little weird because now I'm sitting there and I, I, I can't really blast the radio. So for like three hours, I'm just driving and keeping the, the volume real low and he's in school. He's got his headphones on and shit. And uh, I don't know, whatever. So he's finally done and he's going to take a test. So most of the drive was, was pretty boring because I can't talk to him. <laughs> so and I can't really like blast music or listen to a podcast or anything. So uh anyway. We wound up pulling up and uh I think like around 140 we got to the hotel. So we walk into the hotel and check-in is at three. And I'm I'm hoping they're not gonna give me no shit about it because we gotta be at the field for him. His game is at five. We gotta be there at four. And it's a forty five minute fucking drive to the field. <laughs> So he has three days of games, and every day is a different location. So I try to get the most centrally located. That also had good reviews and the whole deal. So, yeah, the first day was the longest or the farthest away. So, yeah, dude, 45 minutes, man. So we fucking pull up. It's 140. I'm like, please don't give me no shit. So I walk in like I own the place, right? You got to have full confidence when you're trying to run a, a con here. Okay. <laughs> Or you're trying to get over on someone. You know, you don't go in there looking all meek and, and not sure of yourself. You walk in like you fucking just bought this place. Like your dick is hanging down on the floor and then you have the pick of any woman in the place. That's right. That's that's the kind of confidence you want. That, that kind of confidence, James? Something around there. So I walk up to the desk and uh, there's this like really chipper woman that works there. She was like, hi, how are you? Welcome. How, what can I do for you? I was like, hello, I'm checking in. And uh, she goes, what's your name? I tell her. And she goes, you know, checking isn't until 3 o'clock. And I go, oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was 2 o'clock. And she goes, well, let me see if I have a room available. You know, there's been a lot of people coming in to get the rooms uh, early, but we haven't had anything. But, oh, I have a couple ready. And I'm like, all right, great. And she's like, so we'll get you going. And I was like, fuck yeah. So then she gives me my uh, little cards. You need anything else? I'm like, nope, that'll be it. Thank you very much. Okay. And so we get our fucking bags from the truck. We walk in, go out to our room, which is pretty nice. Can't complain. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. And then uh, I was like, all right, let's go grab some food. At this point, it's coming close to 2 o'clock. We go get some food. We don't spend too much time looking around. We just get whatever we can, something small, quick. We uh, eat it in the truck. All right, let's go back to the room. Fucking take a shit. Put all our stuff away. Um, He gets changed. We hit the road. Drive 45 minutes to his field. So, like, it's nonstop at this point. 45 minutes to his field. All right. We show up. Everyone shows up. They start doing their warms-ups and shit. 
And uh, I get to sit down. And it's like, oh, fuck, all right, now I can relax. Sitting in my chair. Now, Arizona, like I told you the last time I was there, didn't give one shit about COVID. No one wore any masks. No one gave a shit. And so, and some teams, they actually got uh, infections going. So now they're, they're trying to crack down and be more serious with the email they sent out. Like, you have to wear a mask. No one can sit behind the backstop. No one, no one can be, you know, so close to each other. Everyone has to wear it. Did I already say that? Everyone has to wear, wear a mask. Um, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, fuck. And if you don't, if you don't obey, you know, you will forfeit the tournament. We will cancel the games. Like, shit, all right. So you get there. No one's wearing masks. People are sitting behind the dugout. It's like, all right, all bets are off. And the person that let us in was like a park ranger person. Never said a fucking word about, okay, make sure you wear a mask. Nothing. It's like, wow, okay. But I, I was sat, I was sat up by the fence. No one was around me. So I didn't wear a fucking mask. No one wore a mask. I didn't, I didn't give a shit. I didn't feel very, uh, uh, you know, scared or worried or anything. And then this dude goes, uh, he goes, James. And I'm thinking, I don't think he's talking to me. I don't talk to any of the parents, really. <laughs> and not because I'm an asshole. It's because this whole COVID thing, like, everyone's been staying away from everyone. And it's just, it's, it's just weird. Like, the time to socialize and meet people, it's just, it put a whole fucking damper on it. And same thing with the new location I transferred to for my work. It's like right when I got there is right when the pandemic started and they're telling everyone to stay away from each other, put masks on. So it's fucking weird to meet someone with a mask on, you know, if you don't know who they are and to be hanging out and forming this kind of bond and kind of relationship. It's just it's just bizarre. I mean, if you probably all know this. I mean, this is not news to you, but so that's what that's where this was. So the guy's like, hey, James. And I'm like, maybe he is talking to me. And I, I don't really recognize the voice. I mean, I talked to some of the parents. Uh, once in a while, but this guy's voice I didn't recognize. And I turn around, and I, to be honest, I didn't really even notice know who he was. And uh, he goes, "Hey, bro," he was like, "You want a beer?" And I was like, uh, "And I'm just thinking, like, all right, I'm sitting here, I'm by myself. It's been a long fucking day of traveling. It's been like nonstop. I finally get to relax. That, and I'm, you know, I'm in Arizona. It's." It's nice and cool. it's a warm night. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, yes, I do, man. And he pours it for me in a red solo cup. And uh, we started chatting for a bit, and which is good because this is like breaking the ice and I'm finally like interacting with some of these people. Uh, so, and that beer tasted so good in those circumstances. Oh, mama. So just picture it, man. Your first day off work, you travel to a foreign land, watching your boy play some baseball, sitting there with a reclining fucking rocking or not a reclining, a rocking uh, fold-up chair. Yeah, yeah, I got the fancy pants chair. And uh, with a cold beer, what's better? Watching some baseball. And, well, they lost the game. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, then after that, took off. It's like, at this point, it's 7 o'clock. Had to make a couple of pit stops, try to get some baseball gear at Dick's Sporting Goods. Are you sure it was the right Dick's, James? Oh, yeah, I made that mistake before. Never again. Uh, but then we had to go, uh, I went to the, to Walmart, picked up some shit for the room, like some water, some beer, uh, some fucking food for breakfast in the morning, just to grab something real quick. Uh, there's a fridge in the room. So eat something real quick just to take our shit and get out. Uh, so got some food. We got back to the room, ate, had a couple beers fucking in bed by like 11. I had to be up at 5 AM dude. Like that's what I'm talking about. I couldn't even sleep in up at five. Ah, this field's 35 minutes away and it's a double header, right? And he's, he's playing the two early games. So get out there, 
set up my shit, <clears throat> sitting there, and I'm thinking like, first of all, let me let me backtrack one little bit. Once I found out we're going to, to Arizona, near Phoenix, just him and I, I'm like, fuck, I want to get a Dodgers spring training game in. I've never done it, never been there, and uh, why not? We're going. Let me try to squeeze one in. The only problem is their schedules, because it's this travel fucking tournament shit. You never know exactly what time you're going to play. Uh, but I did know about those two morning times. And so I was like, all right, well, fuck. His game should be over at noon, and the Dodger game's on at 1 p.m., and it's like an hour away. I was like, damn it, dude. That's cutting it too fucking close to, like, buy tickets, and then what if their game goes too long? And, you know, it's just like, what if there's a bunch of traffic? Like, well, all this stuff. I'm just, like, getting all in my head about it. So I didn't, I didn't buy any tickets, but I brought my Dodger gear just in case. <laughs> so he's playing his two games, and the first game they're playing. Now, he's been like kind of like a little bit of a hitting slump. He'll like pop them up or like shank the balls or get thrown out. Like he hasn't really got any good solid hits for a couple games. Uh, so he goes up to bat. Now, let me also pause right there to say this, give you this information. Normally, these kids play on 200-foot fields, right? But these fields are for big boys. These are 300-foot fields. And they're big, huge compared to these little kids. And so when they hit the ball out in the outfield, it rolls for a bit before it hits the fence. I mean, it's 100 feet fucking bigger. So you have to understand what we're dealing with here. So this kid has hit a home run out of a 200-foot fence a few times. He can hit the shit out of the ball. So he goes up to bat in this game on a 300-foot field. The, the guy pitches it. He hits it, and it fucking pops up, and it's going. And he's, he's hauling ass to first. And if you can tell, it's over this kid's head, right? But it's just going, man. And it's going. And I'm like, holy fuck, this kid's going to hit a homer out of a 300 fucking foot field. And I'm like losing my mind. I was like, wow. And then the, the parent next to me, he's like, oh, that's out. Oh, that's out. It's out. And I'm filming because he wants me to film every time he bats. And we like go over the tapes, right? We like to look at his swing. What'd you do right? What'd you do wrong? How can we improve? It's like that kind of stuff. It's like we study the films. And so I'm filming it. So I'm not making too much noise. I'm just like soaking it all up. But in my head, like, oh, my God, it's fucking gone. It's gone. But it drops like right before the fence. So this kid wound up hitting practically a 290-foot home run. 11-year-old. And that's like the hardest hit he's ever done. And that was the hardest fucking hit of all the games we saw the whole weekend. I'm like, holy shit, dude. And just that alone was enough for me like I didn't <laughs> it was pretty fucking cool to see that so they won that game and the next game they lost so I'm thinking like all right they're out of this whole tournament it's done but I didn't know that that wasn't the case because I'm a moron but uh so anyway they're done they get the little speech at the end the coach talks to them this night I look at my watch and it's like 12 o'clock I'm like fuck Dodger game's out like oh it's at 110 so I look at the the traffic on the maps I'm like all right there's no traffic I go, fuck, do I just, do we try it? Do we do it? So they're done with the little meeting. He comes up to me. We're, we're walking back to the truck. I go, hey, man, you want to go see a Dodger game? He's like, oh, yeah. I was like, all right, I'll tell you what. We'll start heading that way. I'll put the, the coordinates in. If we're making pretty good time, I'll buy the tickets on the way. All right. So we jump. he's like, I go, you don't have a change of clothes, do you? He's got his baseball uniform on. He's like, no. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I was like, whatever. We're, he's like, can I just go like this? I'm like, I like your style. So we jump in the truck, jump on the freeway, and we're making pretty decent time. I'm like, fuck it. I go on StubHub, buy some tickets. Like, all this shit, dude, I'm speeding, trying to make time. 
speeding like a maniac. I know it's dumb. On the phone, on StubHub, buying tickets, trying to get some good ones. There's not too many left anyway, so the, the options are not very fucking vast. So I pick some, buy them. Now it's like, okay, wait for an email for your tickets. I'm like, oh, fuck, how long is this going to take? Meanwhile, he goes, my nose is bleeding. I'm like, what? How'd that happen? I'm picking my nose. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, get some tissue, like, you know, like uh, roll it up and shove it up your nose to put pressure in there and this and that. And then at the same time, my cousin calls me, uh, Dominic. Who? And uh, about some other shit. And so, like, I got all this stuff going. I'm like, fuck. And I'm getting off the front. I'm like, hey, dude. I got, I got to go. I got all this shit happening. I'll call you back later. So he does. Uh, he hangs up. I get off the freeway. You know, it's not too far off the freeway to get to the stadium. I pulled him to the stadium and he goes, turn over here for your COVID testing. I'm like, oh shit, don't tell me you got to get a COVID test to get in the fucking game. And I go, that doesn't sound right. I was like, God damn it. The screen did pop up saying uh, COVID alerts before you buy tickets. I'm like, fuck, don't tell me. And then I said, no, 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 no. This can't be. I bet this is just also a COVID test site at this stadium parking lot. I go, fuck it, I'm not going that direction. So I, I hit a right, and I see this old timer with like those yellow uh, orange cones, and I roll up my window down. He goes, like, are you trying to look for the game? I'm like, yes, I am. He goes, just follow this road to the right, and you can just park to the left, and you go right in there. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. Have a good day, sir. And I take off. I drive to the left, and I see the parking lot. There's like, you know, it's a, it's a 20% capacity at a small stadium. And so the game's about to start. I think I got 17 minutes. That's how fast I made it. And I drive around the parking lot. I make a left. I wind up coming to the end row. And there's a spot right in the front. Literally the first spot right before you walk in the fucking gate. I'm like, oh, sweet. I park. But this kid's nose is still fucking bleeding. Like he pulls the thing out. And all this, you ever seen someone or maybe yourself, if you got a real bad bloody nose and you pull the tissue out and this long fucking huge blood clot comes out that happened which usually means your nose is done bleeding but i'm like all right are you good to go and he's like oh it's still bleeding i'm like fucking hey dude so at this time you know like i'm like all right here i brought you some i brought you your dodger jersey just in case you did i'm like yeah i had a feeling we would come and i got my dodger gear i'm changing um I'm putting the shirt and the jersey on and i'm getting this bag ready with his glove some gatorade some fucking beef jerky to eat in there and I, as soon as I get the bag all packed, I looked up and it says, no bags allowed. Fuck! So I put the bag down. I was like, I'll go over to him, help him out. His nose is done pretty much for the most part. But he's like, he's like, I'll just, I'll plug it up and then we'll go in the, we'll go in the bathroom. I'm like, all right, good, good thinking. So we get in line. And uh, it's like, all right, looking at my watch. Like, we got 10 minutes before the game starts. Like, we're doing it. We're going to make it. And then, of course, the lady in front of me, she's some old timer to scanning tickets. I don't know why this thing isn't working. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> It's like one thing after another. And she's like, it's sure it's not scanning. It's not scanning. And I feel like saying, lady, put up the fucking, the the brightness on the guy's phone. But I'm thinking, you've done it a thousand times. You know that already. You're not an idiot. And uh, so she goes, I got to get another scanner. I'm like, fuck. So then uh, she gets another scanner. Then that one finally works. And then I'm thinking, oh, shit, I got it. I see the metal detector. I'm like, I got my knife in my pocket like a moron. But my, But luckily, I'm parked in the front. So I just run real quick, throw my knife in there. And I run back in line, and then uh, we, I go. Th- my son goes through; he's just fine. And I go through; beep, 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 beep. It's like fucking hey. He's some black dude. He goes, "Ah oh, man," he's like, "Go back." He's like, "This time, put your hands up and walk through again and see if that works." I'm thinking, like, "What's that gonna do?" And I do what he says, and sure enough, nothing happens. All right, man, you have a good day. I'm like, "Hell yeah!" I walk out, go to the bathroom, take a piss, 
He takes a piss. He takes this thing out of his nose. Like, okay, it stopped. Sweet. Washes his face. Uh, we walk to our seat, sit down, and the fucking pitcher is warming up. And like a minute later, he throws the first the first uh, pitch. I'm like, oh, beautiful, beautiful, perfect timing. And we had great seats, man. I didn't know this because I haven't been to one of those stadiums in spring training. Like, you don't have a bad seat in the whole house. And it was pretty fucking badass. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Just great being at a game again. I haven't been in a game since 2019, of course. I think like most people. Uh, so just great feeling to be there. And, you know, we weren't, we weren't wearing our masks because we're not around anybody. Uh, but there's guys like way up in the back like, screaming and yelling. He's talking so much shit to the Dodgers because it, it was a Padres home field. Um, but it was fucking awesome. The crazy thing about these fields is they don't have as much protection as like the major league fields. So the, the foul balls come rocketing out and like almost killing people. And this one dude, it, it popped up way up in the sky, right? And it falls down and he's in the front row and it hits like this beveled concrete edge and it shoots right at him. Take it back. He was in the second row and it shot so fucking fast, but the seat in front of him stopped him from getting nailed. And this other lady, it bounced off this, this concrete wall and almost hit her in the fucking head. And this other lady almost got drilled by a line drive, like right out past the third base. Like she was kind of out there, but it went fucking flying. So anyway, my point is the potential to get nailed is pretty high. (laughs) But uh, man, it was a great game. A lot of fun sitting there in the fucking ballpark, having some beer, got the boy a hot dog and a Gatorade. And it was, oh, it was lovely, lovely. But it doesn't end there. After the game's over, the day of fun continues. My boy's always wanted to go to Hooters. He's always talked about it and like kind of smiles. Like, let's go to Hooters. And the wife always poo-poos that idea. Like, no, I don't want to go there. That's, that's not a place that you go. And uh, this and that. Like, those girls walking around half-dressed, they're dressed half-naked, this and that. And it's like, it's a family establishment. Yeah, because men say so, so you can go there and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, all right, man. And I tell him, hey. You feel like going to Hooters? And he goes, eyeballs get all big again. He's like, yeah. I was like, we're going. So uh, there's a Hooters on the way back to our hotel. So we hit it up and it's in downtown Phoenix. Now I haven't been to Hooters in probably about, oh God, like maybe like 15 years. And the last time I was there, I was not impressed. I think I went with a buddy. We went to get some beer and uh, watch a game and have some, some wings or something. But, I thought the food was like whatever, it, it, whatever. Um, so I never had any like real desire to go back. But a buddy of mine, shout out to Eric, says that he takes his boy and he goes and watches football games there with him sometimes. I'm like, man, that does sound like fun. Like I want to do that again. So that was kind of the motivation behind this one. And so um, we went and oh boy, oh boy. We get in there and she's like, how many? I'm like, two. Right this way. And she takes us in and, you know, we're, this, is in, this is indoor dining at this point, right? Oh, yeah. None of this outside of horse shit like California. So we, they, they walk us in the bar and they seat us in the corner. And this is what this boy tells me. Oh, man, they gave us good seats, Daddy, because we can see everything. We got good view of all, the whole place. And he, like, raises his eyebrows. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but he wasn't wrong. It was great. We sat in the corner. We had the view of the whole place, all the TVs, everything. And let me tell you something, man. I'm not knocking the food at this place anymore because, uh, you know, it's bar food, of course, but it was fucking good. 
Now, as you may or may not know, I'm lactose intolerant. So I wanted some, like I wanted chips and salsa, but she's like, oh, we took that off the menu, so we don't have it anymore. And I go, oh, man, all right. So uh, I looked at what the equivalent would be. So I go, all right, I'll tell you what. Let me get some nachos with no cheese. And then she's writing this down and she stops writing midway and looks up at me. She goes, no cheese? I go, yeah. I go, I, I'm, I'm allergic to dairy, so I can't do it. I go, but, you know, I'll take everything else on there. Throw some, uh, they have like the chili and the chicken. So I'm like, do it. And so we get those. And then uh, my boy got some wings. And look, you know, judge me all you want. And yes, I agree. I'll, I'll call myself a bitch. I don't like traditional wings. I just like the boneless wings. All right. I don't want to bother with it. I don't like the bones and the fucking pieces of like, you know, the pieces of like veins that, that are attached when you're biting. I, I don't like it. I don't like my fingers getting all greasy and shit. I don't like it. Believe me. I know. And I understand how that makes me sound. And I know my pinky should be raised up because I'm a fancy fuck. And I just get the <laughs> I get the boneless wings. James, I think you mean nuggets, chicken nuggets, James. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. But they were fucking amazing, man. And my, my boy told me that he has never had a better tasting wing in his life. He got traditional. Um, and he really loved it. So anyway, food was fucking great. Had a couple beers watching the whatever game was on. Looking at <laughs> the sights and sounds. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, so uh, which one do you like? Uh um, I think uh, I think she's my favorite. Oh yeah, I think I like our waitress too. I'm like okay, all right. So I, I tell him like I go, you know what? You're gonna take a picture with these girls. He's like, no, 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 I'm not. No, no. I'm like, yes, you are. You're gonna do it. And I go, and you got no say. You're gonna do it. No, no. I'm like, believe me, you're gonna be happy afterwards that you did it. Daddy, no, I don't want to do it. Don't, 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 don't. And he's smiling the whole time. I go, look, here's what's gonna happen. When the girl, like once we're done eating, she brings a bill. I'm going to tell her, hey, the boy wants a picture with you and a friend. Do you mind? And he's like, no, no, no. And I'm going to say, you know, he's just acting shy, but he wants a picture. <laughs> I go, the best thing you can do is just go along with it and don't make it awkward. And he starts laughing and smiling. And he's like, ah, what, what do I do? What do I do? How do, how, do, how do I pose? I go, well, you can put your arms around him. Like just, hey, right around each one. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I was like, yeah, you don't have to do that. I'm like, I'll tell you what. Just act like you're the coolest guy. Like, you don't even care. Like, you're just like, yeah, look at me with some hot chicks. Like, who cares? And I'm like, make this, like, real cocky-looking face. And I gave him an example. He's like, like this? I'm like, yep, do that. <laughs> so the girl comes up. And she's, like, you know, trying to push her, push her promotions. She's like, oh, so we have a, the Hooters calendar. And I'm thinking, why the fuck would I buy a Hooters calendar? And she goes, like, they're $15, but... If you buy one, you're, you'll get your um, your appetizer for free. And those the appetizer, the nachos, because I added the chicken and the chili and all that shit, came up to like 14-something. And I'm like, so I'm pretty much getting the calendar for like 80 cents, right? <laughs> and she's like, and you get a cup. I'm like, all right, I'll tell you what. I'll do it. And she's like, plus it comes with coupons. So when you come back next time. So it's really worth it. I'm like, all right. So she brings the calendar back. And uh, now this chick, she's pretty cute. And she's got like really low cut. Some of these girls aren't really showing off the Hooters. <laughs> it's kind of false advertising. But this girl really was. She had them all pressed up in all their glory. And she kind of like, here you go. And she's like, do you want us to sign it for you? And I'm like, oh, fuck. They're actually in this calendar. Like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And I go, oh, so you guys are in it? And she goes, no. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, then why the fuck would I want you to sign it? That doesn't make any sense. 
But she goes, and like right away she seemed like she had to defend herself. Yeah, I'm not in this one, but they, they told me to submit for next year. I'm like, oh, okay. And then she kind of like dropped the whole, do you want me to sign it thing? And she kind of like walked away. And a good thing she didn't bring it up again because I thought that was weird. Like, why would I? Uh, anyway. And so so we're leaving and I go, hey, uh, do you guys do do photos with people? She's like, oh, yeah, of course. She said, let me get a friend. I'm like, all right. And then uh, he's like, oh, my God. And then she brings one of her friends. She brings a friend that I wanted to pick. I would have picked someone, one of the other ones, but uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Hey, I don't want that one. Bring me that one instead. <laughs> She's all hot enough. But I was like, all right, whatever. So he, he stands there and, you know, he gets all fucking, he crosses his arms. It looks like he's like cocky little bastard. Like, Pff. and it was, it was pretty badass. So afterwards we go in the truck and I go, look, I'm going to check this out. And I show him the picture. He's like, he starts laughing. He's like, he's like, you're right. I'm glad I did that. I was like, yeah, see, uh, but man, all in all great fucking day. Great day. So, um, still sleep deprived the whole day that, that kind of fucks it up, you know, that you're, you feel like really tired and exhausted, but still, still you power through it. You don't be a bitch power through it, make the most of it. And uh, I mean, how could you beat that shit? Baseball in the morning, fucking nearly a 300 foot home run Dodger spring training game, topping it off with Hooters boy had a blast. His first time was not disappointed. And then we went back to the room had a couple, couple, a uh, couple of beers just to relax, watch some TV, and then done in by in bed, in by by ten. And guess what? Up again the next day at five fucking a.m. Yep, couldn't get a break. Next field was like fifteen minutes away. So then the last one, uh, they actually won that game, and then <laughs> like, oh, they're playing again. I'm like, they're playing more. I'm thinking, and one of the other fathers was like, ah, oh, fuck, I thought this was a one and done. I'm like, yeah, same here. And so, yeah, they played again and they lost, which means they were out. So, but they would have kept winning. They could have won the whole tournament, which I didn't know. I thought their two losses, they'd be done, but they weren't. So, uh, after that game was over, I was like, all right, well, it's, uh, it's like one o'clock. So we got the whole day. I already paid for the last night. Like it was Sunday night. I'm already paid for the night. I go, uh, really not much to do. I want to go back to Hooters. And he's like, Yeah. So we went back to another Hooters because this field was different, so different different directions. So there was another uh, another Hooters in Mesa, Arizona. We went back to that one. And, dude, that one was better. Oh, man. The talent in that place was a lot uh, more talented, if you know what I'm saying. And the food was actually way better, too. Fucking A. So don't, don't knock Hooters, man. I don't know if it was just these two locations, but uh, well, the one in Mesa fucking killed it. And uh, once again, I'm like, you're taking a photo again. <laughs> And he liked the girls in this place better. And we actually, we played it smarter this time. I go, hey, uh, I go, hey, would you mind having a photo? And uh, and I said, I said, hey, uh, you guys do photos, right? And she's like, yeah. I go, I go yeah, because the boy would like a photo with you and uh, the other one over there with that pink mask on. And she's like, okay, I'll tell her. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So you got a picture. With, like That was the one he really liked. He liked our waitress and the one with the pink, the pink mask on. <laughs> and the wife, dude, the wife calls me. And right away, I give the phone to him. And she's like, hey, how'd the games go? And then, you know, she knew about us going to Hooters. And, you know, she didn't really get too pissed. But she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. And so the second time, like, I'm like, you here, you answer the phone. I'm like, hi, hi, mommy. She's like, how'd the games go? And this night he's describing the games. And she's like, where are you? It sounds loud. And he's like, we're in Hooters. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> and he's just laughing. And then she gives me the phone. She's like, are you serious? You're back at Hooters? I'm like, it's a different Hooters. We got nowhere else to go. He loves the food. It's fantastic food. 
Uh, oh, man, it was so fucking funny. So, yeah, had a few beers, just went back to the room. We were both fucking tired. We took naps. I took a good nap. Oh, boy, I woke up feeling refreshed. And then uh, I was like, you know what? Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just go home. I'd rather drive through the night than, than wait and then, you know, leave tomorrow, possibly hit traffic, be in the sun. Fuck that. Let's just pack up and leave now. So we pretty much got on the freeway like close to 10 p.m. Got home about uh, 3 in the morning. The wife was surprised and shocked and happy to see me. <laughs> and then got to wake up in my own bed. It was fucking beautiful. Good way, perfect way to handle it, I think. If you can avoid driving through the day, if it's a long-ass fucking drive, do it. But uh, there you go. Oh, one thing. On the way home, I saw a sign. I saw my new favorite sign that I've ever seen. It said, uh, state prison, next exit. Do not pick up hitchhikers. <laughs> oh, fuck. I've never seen that before, but I love it. It's fantastic. All right. I think right now it's a perfect time to uh, get a hold of our radio affiliate. Take a look at the weather. And now for your K-Gay weather report, we take you live to meteorologist Dan Drizzles. You can expect six inches. And that was your KG Weather Report, brought to you by Nut Harvest, nut and fruit mix. Great taste, guaranteed. K-G-A-Y, K-G-A-Y. And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Today we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in the Dark Knight playing Christian Bale's character of Batman. And here it goes. Hey, yo, like, you wanted me, and here I am, you know? I wanted to see what you'd do, and you didn't disappoint. You let five people die. Then you let Dent take your place. Now, even a guy like me, that's cold. Hey, yo, like, where's Dent, you know? Those mob fools want you dead so they can get back to the way things were. But but I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things. Forever. Hey, you're like, then why do you want to kill me, you know? <laughs> I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, 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 no. You complete me. Hey, you're like, you're garbage who kills for money. Y- you know? Well, I, for one, think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Batman. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. It's been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Okay, so let me tell you something. 
I I do some some charitable work once in a while. I offer my services free of charge, and I ask for nothing in return. Oh my God, James, this is utter and total bullshit. No, it's true. So there's a uh, podcast I listen to, and they actually asked for people to submit music for their show. Now these are uh, these are these are well-known established comedians, and they started a podcast together. And so uh, one day, uh oh, <clears throat> one day I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. So it can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, this podcast's people, they asked for, uh, I'll just say what the name of the podcast is. It's called The Sunday Papers. And they asked for people to, su- to submit intro songs. And I have done so. I have done. Uh, they've used my songs three different times. <laughs> I never mentioned it before because this last time they used it, which is this last week, was pretty fucking funny. The response that I got, and so uh, <laughs> I wanted to play you their the intro of their uh, of you know of the podcast of the song that I submitted, and then also skip to what their comments were, which I thought was pretty fucking funny. So. Uh, this is called, like I said, The Sunday Papers. It's hosted by Greg Fitzsimmons and Mike Gibbons. It's pretty funny. It's basically the, the podcast is these two dudes. They they do it once a week. They do it every, they release it every Sunday. But every Saturday they hang out and they go over the, the week, the news of the week. And they hit like the uh, sports page and uh, what's, you know, uh, international, like all that shit, business. And uh, they, they just try to make it as funny as they can. And it's pretty damn entertaining and I really enjoy it, so. Uh, I like those dudes, and I gave them some material. But yeah, this last time, this last time was funny as fuck. So, um, so let me just set it up here. So every time he starts a show, he goes, "Read all about it, read all about it." Right? He starts fucking around with like that. So I I include those lyrics in the song, and this song I did was like a like a goofy fucking. I was trying to be like a like a bluesy type rock fucking, eh, like a like a gritty sounding dude. All right. So so that's the context. So. They only use a portion of it in the beginning of the episode, and then they play the, the whole thing at the very end. But so this this clip I'm going to show you is already the song already been playing for like 25 seconds. So uh, <laughs> here it goes. All right, so that's that. All right, you heard the song and uh, the whole thing. So now I'm going to skip to the part. I think like 10 minutes into the show, he gives me a shout out for submitting the song. And then he proceeds to kind of shit on me, which I thought was pretty fucking funny, dude. I was laughing for a while thinking about it. So uh, uh, check it out. Shout out to uh, James Enriquez for this week's song. James is, uh, you know, working it out. (laughs) What does that mean? It feels like he he's capable of violent crimes when I listen to that song. Because the intentionally lo-fi approach? I'm with you, James. Don't listen. There are haters out there. I work with one, apparently. 
No, I, I love the song. Thank you for the song. Oh, here I comes love the it. It's, it. No, it's compelling. It's a little disturbing. Okay. It's like when you, you listen, to, like if you listen to Chris Cornell, you go, I see how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought that was so funny, man. Oh, that's hilarious. But uh, there's a little bit more. Um, I skipped to like, I think like 18 minutes in. So they, they follow up with this. So here we This is to close it out. We also want to give a shout out to David Hughes, who did a very cool logo this week. You're not going to shit on him? I feel bad now. I, did, I James, I'm not shitting on you. I just thought it, it, it's a, it was a mood. It was a mood piece that had, had to be addressed. Seek counseling. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. I fucking love it. That is hilarious, man. That is, I am completely satisfied with that. Um, there's nothing more fun than actually like, like you know, doing submitting something for someone and then uh, them acknowledging it and just having fun with it. So I fucking loved it. I loved it. Uh, it's crazy too to be listening to a legit podcast and hear some people talk about you and play your shit. So, right on. Look at that. Oh boy, look at that. You can say that I made it. Yeah, I'm a celebrity. Woo! All right, it's official. Thank you. <laughs> All right, this one was uh, running pretty... I have some other shit. I have a lot of other shit that I can get to, but uh, this one's running kind of long, and I'm running out of time. The boys are already off practice, and they're already heading home, so I'm going to start closing the show out with a little segment that I like to call... I Fancy That! It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's... I Fancy That. Fancy That. Sounds it sounds robotic. All right, I fancy that as a segment in which I get to be positive for a change. That's right, talk about something positive. Something that makes me smile. Something that makes me happy. Hey, something that I fancy. <laughs> so this week, oh boy, oh boy. Now look, this is not going to work for all of yous, but it will work for some of yous. I fancy, I fancy the fuck out of Zack Snyder's Justice League. The Snyder Cut. That's right. God damn it. Do you know what this is? Now, I know some of you don't, so let me inform you. Now, Zack Snyder is the guy that made Man of Steel, the Superman movies. And uh, he also did Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. So he introduced the whole Wonder Woman thing, as you know her. Uh, That's all his shit. So then he was making the Justice League movie. And he filmed a fuckload of footage... And then uh, his daughter is like, a, uh, I don't know if she was like an older teenager or young, early 20s or something. She committed suicide. It's horrible, right? So he left the movie. Now, I don't know if that was an excuse that, the, that, that he just said. Maybe, I don't know if he got fired because they weren't happy with the direction that he was going. And uh, he just said, oh, I'm, I'm going to leave the film to be with my family. I, it's kind of weird the way it happened. But basically, and other people think that he got fired because uh, they can't compete with the Marvel movies, which are all uh, you know upbeat and colorful and shit. And this guy's movies are dark and depressing and slow and slower, but they're more they're pretty fucking visually striking. This guy has some vision. So anyway, regardless of what it was, if it was just uh, his his uh, his choice to step away because of his daughter, then whatever. It's not the point. The point is the movie was left unfinished. So what'd they do? They brought in Joss Whedon, 
the guy that did the first two Avenger movies. Hey, you, Joss, come in here and uh, spruce it up. Chop this thing up, make it nice and, uh, and happy, and shoot some extra footage to make it funnier and more lighthearted because uh, these movies are too heavy. We want to be like the Marvel movies. This is a big mistake because he fucked that up, man. <laughs> this movie was like ridiculous. Now, it was not well received. It was shit on big time. I did not like it. Uh, so it's pretty much like two different style artists working on the same image. And it's like, you know, what are you going to do? Come on. Like the same, oh, the same painting, I mean. And it's like one guy has a completely different style. And it's not going to probably look good. And so that one wasn't good. So anyway, there was a huge petition by the fans. Like, let Snyder finish his movie. Give us the Snyder cut. Blah, blah, blah. So after a couple of years or so or whatever, the fucking HBO Max is coming along. They're like, hey, we're going to give you like a hundred and something, hundred and sixty, seventy million dollars. Finish your movie, all your CGI. And uh, he filmed a couple extra scenes and just here, do it the way you want it. Now, this guy had total freedom to make the movie that he wanted to make. Now, yeah, I know that this is a goofy fucking comic book movie. <laughs> uh, believe me, I know if you're if you're not into this, you're thinking this sounds stupid. But like I said, this guy's a visionary. He shot four hours, over four hours of footage. And they, they took it down to two hours for the, the first version that was released by this Joss Whedon guy, right? So now they go like, all right, do what you want. And this guy put out a four-hour version of the Justice League that he wanted to make. Now look, it is no perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. It is heavily flawed, believe me. There's a lot of dumb shit about this movie. There's a lot of corny shit about this movie. There's a lot of shit that I would not have done. Or things I'd be like, really, man? Why don't you change that? Like, that, that's kind of stupid. Whatever. Regardless, I still thought it was fucking cool, man. It's so badass. With all its flaws, I still really enjoyed it. Four hours was not... And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll put, I'll put it this way. I told uh, the wife, I'm like, hey, she was outside working in her or plant some shit. I go, hey, uh, I go, today is the day the Snyder Cut is released. Now, look, I've been going on and on about this with her for a long time. The Snyder Cut, it's coming. It's coming. Just fucking around mostly like, what is that? And I tell her and she's like, who cares? <laughs> so then the day it comes out, I'm like, all right, today's the day. The Snyder Cut is out. It was on uh, March 18th, Thursday. I go, you want to watch it with me? And she's like, do you want me to watch it with you? I'm like, yes, I do. She's like, okay, I'll watch it then. So I recruit the whole family into the living room, right? We start watching it. Now, we're like, we're one hour in. And the kids are like, I'm hungry. I want to eat now. And like, I'm getting hungry too. And then she's like, should we, should we stop it? I can make dinner. I'm like, yeah. And I'll just jump in the shower real quick, get that out of the way. Because this was the day before I was heading to Arizona with the boy. So I'm like, all right, well, this is a four-hour movie. I guess I'll take this time and shower up and check that off my list. Uh, so I did. So we stopped it an hour in. And uh, I'm like, are you into it so far? She's like, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm like, wow, wow, look at this. So we eat dinner. I had my shower. And then we get back on the couch and we hit the rest of the three hours. That's the only time we stopped it. And dude, she was fully invested the whole fucking time. And I fucking loved it, man. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really well done. Just the fucking epicness of it. And like I said, there's a lot of dumb shit about it. A lot of the story doesn't make sense or like little things you can nitpick on. I get it. But uh, it's not a perfect movie at all. But I fucking 
really enjoyed it. Because, I mean, this movie, like, this is what it could have been. Like, it could have been, it could be even more epic, but this is, you know, this is what we got. But the, the version that they put out first was like, what the fuck? And, and to see the stuff they cut out, like, that is, it's, like, unbelievable, the stuff that they cut out. Like, how could you cut that out? That's super important. They made this a completely different movie, and then the, there's a guy, uh, this black dude, the cyborg. They totally cut him out of the movie. Like, his whole story was pretty much cut out, and he was pissed. Uh, rightfully so, because in this version, he's like pretty much like the main dude. Like it's, <laughs> I won't spoil it for you, but uh, yeah, I geeked out on it. Uh, yeah, give it a shot. If you're not into it, give it a shot. You might be surprised, but um, it's pretty cool. It's a, uh, it's just, it's just epic, and the vu- visuals are fucking sick. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Batman's kind of. I think Batman might be the lamest part of the movie. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, all right. So, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Uh, Fuck you is the opposite of fancy. It's where I get to be negative again. Aw, you thought. You thought we were ending on happy times, but no, I got to shit on something. I got to end negatively. I got to say fuck you to something. All right, here we go. Oh, boy. Now, look, don't take this the wrong way, ladies. Oh, my God, James. This is a slippery slope you're walking on, buddy. No, 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 no. Go fuck yourself. Now, look, I'm not against strong, independent females. But there's just a, a part that's like, all right, enough already. You're just like the, the backswinging overcorrection is kind of overwhelming at times. Like, all right, dude, you're making it fucking obvious. That you're trying to appeal to the ladies. Like do it in a subtle way. For example, do you remember in Avengers Endgame, they had that scene where all the females were on all in one shot, all attacking at the same time, looking all powerful and shit. It's like, I just roll my eyes. Like, I know what you're going with here. Like, but it's so fucking obvious and annoying. Like, maybe that was a big deal for young girls or something. But uh, I don't know. It just seems like you're trying too hard. <laughs> Do it in a more classy way. Not just fucking, here you go. Look, this is what you want, right? Girls doing things. Yeah, look, they're tough. It's just too much. Coming to America. Coming number two, America. The latest one that just came out. It's kind of a shitty movie. But uh, once again, focusing on, oh, the women are the ones doing all the good work and saving the day and shit like that. It's kind of like you're, they're beating you over the head with it. And it happens all over the place. And even in the Justice League, there was a scene where this little girl looks at Wonder Woman and goes, Can I be like you someday? And she's like, you can be whatever you want to be. Or whatever the fuck she says. And it's like, all right. No, no boys ever said that to a male superhero. It's just like they're beating you over the goddamn head with this female empowerment. And I don't want to stand for it. <sighs> nah, I want to say fuck you to just the obvious ones. Do it in a better way. Like, I, I seen some comment somebody made about, look, they did it the right way on the Star Wars The Mandalorian. There was a scene where, like, all these chicks are kicking ass. But they didn't make it too, like, over the top about it. But it's like, oh, yeah, wow. Look, all the heroes right now are a bunch of girls saving the day. 
but they didn't do like this slow-mo fucking, oh, look, they're all flying in the same direction together. Ooh, look, girl power. It wasn't like that. So they did it in like the subtle, effective way. It wasn't like pandering. Do you know what I mean? Do I sound like an asshole? I think the answer is yes, James. All right, well, fuck you too. (laughs) Yeah, I think maybe just, and it's not just a female thing too. I mean, I was focusing on that because it's the easiest one, but there's there's other stuff going on, like the whole woke bullshit. Like they're just trying too hard. Like, look, look, we have multiracial characters now. It's like, you know, do it in a subtle way. Don't do it. So don't bang us over the head with it. Just shove it down our fucking throats. Come on. It can be done the right way, so do it that way. If you're not, fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, mama. All right, that's going to do it. Look at me. Another podcast in the books. Woo. All right. So uh, there you go. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, I had a lot more shit to get to. Boy, I'm sorry if I was like rambling on and on about that fucking Arizona trip. I think I gave you the Snyder Cut of my story. (laughs) I just added all the details. Could have left some things out, but uh, eh, what are you going to do? All right, uh, so thanks again for listening, if you made it this far. And I will leave you with the same fantastic advice that I always do, and that's simply, stay dangerous, my friends. (laughs) Later. Sunday paper with Greg and Mike. Sunday papers, yeah, it's what I like. Say, why don't you come on over here, Blondie? After I throw one move on the wife.